0: Hi, friends. I'm Chandra Sanchez. And I'm Misha Lazera. And you're listening to Bandwives.
1: Good afternoon. Good afternoon (laughs) and good night.
0: Thank you. Um, hi, how are you? How are you doing today? I'm doing good. I am a little congested. Hopefully the last of the, um, the last of the spring to summer colds, but the good news is Atlas does not have it. Claudio doesn't have it yet. So hopefully it's contained within, Patient zero here. <clears throat> um, you know, it's shocking to me that sleeping one hour a night and downing <laughs> champagne every day for two weeks would lead to something like this. I'm shocked and appalled.
1: You try so hard to be balanced, to take care of yourself, and then out of nowhere, it just—it's like it doesn't matter.
0: I know. I even drank like two bottles of water over the course of the last month. So I'm—I guess there's no winning. <laughs> How are you? I'm pretty good. I'm in
1: that transition between like really fun vacation back to real life and it's hitting extra hard.
0: I I literally was just talking to somebody today saying that we have to put some stuff on the calendar like now because I'm feeling, you know, the big burst of like fun and excitement and things to look forward to. And now it's kind of like wah, wah.
1: I know. I always need that. I was looking, my sister-in-law had mentioned like a re, a real, quote unquote, real vacation um, as we were in the airport leaving that wedding. <laughs> and I, it lit a fire under me and I was like, yeah, we so was already on the way home looking up like resorts and flights. And, I, and the same way I need it.
0: In my I think life. vacations are the best place to plan vacations. <laughs> Just the cycle. <laughs> I know.
1: I woke up today to help get the kids ready for school, you know, said goodbye and went right back to bed.
0: Oh my God. I did this. Well, I tried to do the same thing, except I have a man home from tour today. (laughs) So if I could find a crack or a sliver of my home, that's not covered in clothes or instruments, um, I would have slept a little better, but I cozied up on the couch. He is just, he's on a rampage of cleaning and organizing, he's home for one week, and it's uh, I'm just letting it happen because I feel like if he can have a full 48 hours to just organize, maybe that's the key. I don't know. I don't know. We're trying something new,
1: good, yeah.
0: TBD, I'll what let it, you know,
1: yeah. What's the new thing where you don't do it all, or
0: <laughs> well, it's just like usually I am so anxious about doing, doing it that I'm like, while he, the process is happening. Uh, but I'm trying to just be like, okay, you can have this time. I'm going to continue on with like running addie to his activities and see, just pretend you're not even here. <laughs> but yeah, it's also such a short period home that I think he's really like motivated to get everything ready. So when he gets back from Europe, he can like jump right into work and uh, you know, exciting things. So
1: quick turnover.
0: Yes. Yes. Uh, I have to tell you, I, at the festival this weekend, we were at adjacent Fest in Atlantic city and it was super fun. It was the first year of it. I loved, it It was very nostalgic to me because it felt like, uh, it felt like warp tour. It felt like skate and surf or something. A lot of old bands that we haven't seen for a long time. Um, a lot of like old friends. It was really great. And my favorite part was that I saw a seaplane with a sign advertising a Taking Back Sunday show, and I was so excited. I love that. It
1: must be sad summer? Or yes, is it? it was yeah. sad oh, summer. Okay. I love that. I know. Um, that festival looked so fun. I saw a lot of pictures
0: from it. Did you get to see Lexi? I did not get to see Lexi. We were talking Um we were talking about like, if you have a, a, some time, like let's meet up and in the evening or whatever, but you know, we were on such sort of like opposite schedules. So they, Thursday played on Saturday. Um, and then LS students played on Sunday and then none of our bands played on Saturday. So we'd promised the kids like freedom in the morning. And then Coheed played like right after LS, it was just like, kind of like yeah. ships in the night, but I know she was there and I know that she brought Birdie mm-hmm. and to have shared the same sand was <laughs> <laughs> made me feel very happy. Um, yeah, it was really, it was just really fun, you know, just being able to watch bands. The setup was really nice with kids because it was like a sandy beach. So they didn't get bored in 18 seconds, you know, and try to bail. No, it looked so fun. And you got to watch Paramore? Oh my God. Yes. Which was kind of my only real goal. I mean, Jimmy Eat World and Paramore were my checklists for the weekend. And so we've been preemptively listening to a ton of Paramore to get Atlas like into the groove. So he would be on board and not try to leave. Um, and I couldn't believe it. He stayed the whole show. He fell in love. He has a, a very deep crush now at the moment. And it was so cute because he couldn't, you know, you could see the screens um, but he couldn't really see the stage from where we were. So he was like, can you hold me? And I'm like, my dude, you're so big <laughs> were 100 plus pounds of eight year old. But I was like, okay, I'll do my best. So I'm like in the sand with this giant half the size of me on my back, you know, and I'm like trying to stay, stay stabilized. It was, it was crazy. But in between, in between songs, she would be like, how are you guys doing? And he'd be like, I'm doing so good, Haley. I'm really great. I learned all about the S train last week. She's she's like talking back to her as if they're having a conversation. It was top-notch adorable. And the show was great. She's such, she is just like another level of performer. It's so fun to watch her.
1: I love it. I I think they're starting off their tour in Charlotte like
0: soon. Oh, cool.
1: Yeah. I don't know if we'll be able to
0: go. I also love her kind of story. You know, she was, A woman in music at 16 at a time where women in music were not as welcomed as they are now and so i think she's really she's really had to realign her career and and push it was cool to watch them like headlining i love it yeah she's really cool um but in other news i did get to see barbara Ann. what they were there no but i saw her the day before (laughs) Oh my gosh. Are you
1: guys
0: best friends now? Um <laughs> I want to be your best friend. I wish I'm like I wish that they lived closer because I feel like yeah. well, I wish you lived closer too. I wish we all lived in a bubble. He, not necessarily we don't even have to be in New York. We could just be in some other, you know, Sedona. timeline. Yes, in yes. Sedona. Um, okay. but I can I missed her twice because she was in Daytona the night day before I was. Crazy. Which was crazy. Yeah. And then um, they were in New York and then we got to see each other um, Zach was going to Europe, I think. And so she was like, Hey, I have one more night in New York. Let's get together. And we had the best time. We had the best time. It was so much fun hours and hours. You know, it's like when you and I were hanging out for the first time, and we actually got to have a conversation about, you know, where did you go to college? Mm-hmm. You know, what's your family like? And I don't know these things that you don't really know about somebody, even if you feel kind of like really connected to them. So it was great. I loved it.
1: Yeah, I think especially in this community because you can see people a lot, uh, you know, here and there, five minutes, 10 minutes, hang out one night and not still know a lot of like those kinds of like grounding details. And so it's nice to actually get to learn that stuff.
0: Yes. How was your brother's wedding? It was
1: amazing. It was beautiful. Everything went well. I was, it kind of felt like it was going to. You know, when you go into that thing and you're like, everything feels like it's really going to click into place. Yep. And I was, it went amazingly. We had the grooms dinner that my family hosted, which we were a little nervous about because we were. Not good at that. Like a lot of elopements in my family, (laughs) a lot of like small backyard weddings or courthouse weddings, even for all seven of us siblings, probably because there are seven siblings. It was just easier a little in some ways. So, but we nailed it.
0: so good no.
1: and and the wedding was beautiful they've been together eight years so you know it's like kind of a they have their house that's really really cute and all their stuff and and their big community and so it it was cool in that way to go to a wedding with people who are you know just so established and because Adam and I were married after four months and so my youngest brother is married after eight years so if that says anything about the difference in our <laughs> personalities, personalities. <laughs> He's a very
0: chill dude. So it was so fun. I still think that you and Adam need to have a uh, party, big party, huge mm-hmm. wedding party. It could be a vow renewal. It doesn't have to be, but I would like to attend. That's all. I
1: need this to happen. I know you're ordained, so you could like reordain. <laughs> I, <can't... laughs> I want to, especially after this, because I own last time I saw my siblings, all seven of us at my grandma's funeral. And that was a year ago. And so it was, I think, also this extra special thing for us to get to see each other again for a happy thing.
0: Yeah. And it can be
1: hard to get together. So I think it would be a good thing. But it's funny because this is our 15. It's in a few days. And so it'll have to be like a random, like, (laughs) anniversary. (laughs) It's crazy because when you're married this long, you guys have been together longer. But when you're married, when you say it's like 15 years, it feels both like, can't believe we did that but also like no time at all or yep. like it's it's yeah. not that it's, I don't know it's not that long
0: yeah it really doesn't I mean I think maybe because people change so much you feel like oh I just I'm a new person now you know as of last week so because uh, I feel the same way I'm like I can't even believe honestly until you go to things like this festival and you see people you haven't seen, in 18 years or, you know, like it's unbelievable. And, and just like everyone's there and their kids and they've been married for so long or like they're, they've been five bands, you know, they've jumped through or like have these other careers entirely and are just like coming back to music for the weekend. Um, it's wild. Um, yeah, you just said something about identity
1: and I was thinking about, that a lot, because of our previous conversation, and especially seeing people so rarely, like you're seeing a guy who you saw like five years ago in a band who you kind of know, who you're kind of friends with, who your husband's friends with. And we kind of think of them as static, maybe, or you're like, yeah. oh, I know you, you know, and we talked, we've also talked about just like, I think I said, we were talking last week about how you, you your identity or who you are. And I was like, I don't believe and an identity. Mm-hmm, yep. <laughs> but I found a quote, and I wanted to share it with you. Yes. I love it says, Trying to define yourself is like trying to bite your own teeth. <laughs> it's Alan Watts. He's kind of out there. But I was saw that quote. And I thought I'm going to share that with Shani Because even sometimes when I listen to the podcast, I like hear the dichotomy in what I say, <laughs> what I the like, opposite, thing can be true about myself, apparently. And I just had to share that with you because I I really
0: believe it. Yeah. I love that so much. I also feel like I'm like I'm looking at you, but I'm trying to bite my own teeth. <laughs> You're like, I feel like do do I'm it. like, I don't know. What <laughs> like what would that feel like? Um <laughs> but I I agree with you hundred percent And I don't think that was part of my fear of of even doing a podcast. Is like I know that I contradict myself all the time. It's just it's part of my personal it is my personality. Same. Yeah,
1: right. I guess that's true. And it's cuz I but hear it in the podcast with myself and I think, "Oh, well, identity isn't fixed."
0: Yes, it's not. And day to day it can change and I think like something can happen that will like completely shift your perspective. Who knows if that will last? But, yeah. You know, for whatever time period and that's I think that's that's an important part of it. It of just like being a person is teaching people maybe younger who feel like they have to know who they are or people older, people the same, whatever, like you don't have to have it all figured out and it's okay if your opinions change. And that's the point. That's the point too. I think about surrounding yourself with people who aren't exactly like you.
1: Yeah. Especially seeing my family this weekend mm-hmm. because there's a lot of differences in jobs and opinions and beliefs and, and everything, but you can come together and just really enjoy each other and really have fun. And if so, a conversation goes sideways, you just walk away yeah, not <laughs> or you kind of push back and just in a, you know, in a polite or funny way. There was a lot of that for sure. But it's just kind of like, I'm comfortable with that. ever people who weren't, I saw some just folks walking away from conversations, you know, especially yep. after a few drinks, but it is fun. It, and I, but I also think like people who knew Adam 15, 20 years ago, he's shed all the, Cocoon and become a butterfly, and then got a new cocoon and become a new butterfly. So much over the years, and so I think that's also a thing about identities: like, understand you can change, but like definitely letting other people change.
0: Yes, not assuming
1: yeah. they are who they were.
0: Yeah, for sure. I find that very rewarding to hear people's stories of, or you know, and honestly, you know, in this scene, in two thousand and one, two thousand and two, like everybody were little they were babies they were <laughs> you know truly like some people were teenagers um and all the chaos that comes along with that and the bad decision making and you know putting your heart out there but your heart is still fu- <laughs> kind of a hot mess yeah. <laughs> so like so i think it's you don't know what becomes of people or you're like man last time i saw you you were sleeping in a ditch (laughs) and look at you now you're a thinker and you play music on Tuesdays it's just it's really remarkable to see how many lives you can can lead in the course of one so true
1: I was thinking about Haley too because I think there's some songs she no longer plays I believe there's like other bands that are songs they no longer play for various reasons and that's kind of like a visual or auditory I guess testament to That changed because you're like, yeah, when I was a teenager, I believed different things. I felt different ways. I I think all teenagers are much more black and white. It just goes with the age.
0: I had read an article years ago. Are you talking about misery business? Mm -hmm. So I read that I read, you know, that she had stopped playing it and for her, her own reasons and whatever she played it at this festival, but I was like, I (laughs) I know I thought in my heart, I was like, Oh man, I would love to hear that. song. I love that song. Of course. Everybody loves that fucking song. Even if there are lyrics that she now regrets handling in whatever way, but I, she played it. And I was like, this is the sort of full circle catharsis moment, because I think two things can be true. You know, you can regret feeling that way and maybe articulating uh, your emotions in a certain way, but then you can also recognize that you were 16 and it's okay to have, to have those moments. And honestly, that song has probably helped a lot of Mm -hmm. people get through certain things and then come full circle and realize the same shit. That was, I thought, just the embodiment of growing up.
1: We studied hard for our trip to Italy and believe it's important to always be learning and expanding horizons. Along with Italian, we're currently studying Portuguese, Japanese, Norwegian, and more. That's why we're so excited to partner with Babbel.com, Languages for Life, to offer 55% off subscriptions. We love their app-based lessons, online classes, podcasts, games, and more. We'll hook you up with discounted memberships so that you can learn to order Vino Rosso in any language. Search bandwivespodcom slash Babbel to sign up today.
0: we also sell blink 182 since i've seen you last obviously if you know that band <laughs> um it is a barrage of prepubescent bullshit um which i happen to love and appreciate and watching them as like adult men <laughs> who've come full circle one you know is like actively in remission from cancer. And they had members that came in and out and they're obviously not 17 anymore. Uh, but they still like play those roles on stage. It felt, I don't even know how to articulate it, but it felt kind of freeing after like years of feeling, Like, I've had, you know, like we're grown up now. These things are sort of off limits. You can't really like the same stuff that you did or really identify with maybe these like darker, shittier parts of your past. It was kind of, yeah, it was kind of nice just to stand there with a bunch of other 40 year olds, like screaming at the top of our lungs. (laughs) Back in the day, they just, they, you know, they fit these pieces of you that were stupid and juvenile and whatever. But yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's okay. It's okay to look at stuff that you've done and say that was just a part of growing up. Well, this yeah. is growing up, right? Yeah.
1: And now we're grown up and we can go back and I think a lot of times um depending on why a musician will say they don't want to play a song anymore or they've grown past it. It can feel like there are good reasons, I think, but then there are other reasons where it's like they want to not identify with that anymore and sometimes I know that can hurt The people who love it and who identify with it or who have been healed by it, because it's like that song meant everything to me or still does. And now you're saying it's not good or now you're saying it's shitty or whatever. And so I think you got to be really careful as a musician to, you know, so I think that, yeah, they're just like, we're going to own it. We're going to own what we did and where we're at.
0: Yeah. Sometimes you're allowed to say things that you regret.
1: Yeah. Even when you were just saying that, I'm like, oh, do I still have teenage break? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, still- was like, wait a minute. How no. much do we really grow up? I, it's like funny because we're like talking about how much people can change, but at the same time, there are always like selfish regressions and silly little hormone. Yeah. I still get like very grumpy, hormonal, grumpy. Oh
0: my and gosh. yeah, you're entitled to like lose your mind every once in a while. It's okay.
1: Yeah. The world is a crazy place.
0: I was talking about this with a friend the other day who's like going through, um, I don't know, kind of a breakup and, um, and we were talking about like, I guess like how Claudio and I fight. And it used to be, I would be like, I can't say something that I will regret because then I can't take it back. And I do still feel that way. There are certain things that I think are really like off limits, like lines that you shouldn't cross because you know, you can't put the words back in the bottle, but sometimes like it's kind of cathartic. (laughs) To say something you don't mean, (laughs) you know. Sometimes, like, I know that all the therapy speak, and you know the things that, as a culture, we've gotten so much better at at doing and being considerate of. Um, But sometimes, being like, "You always piss me off," it's you know, (laughs) "You always do this." It's like, no, you don't, and you should never say that. Yeah, sometimes you say it, and it's okay, and nobody's feelings are hurt. I think, like, once you have a relationship with once you have a, a relationship with your friends or whatever, where you understand like this is just me breaking down, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, the always and nevers are are always and never true. That You know what I mean? Like oh, the always and nevers are never real, but yeah. sometimes have to. I, I've been learning for sure, like sometimes in the moment, you really need to stand up. You know, sometimes yes. you really do just have to, everyone just has to be able to stand up if they're in the heat of the moment, because otherwise it's like, what do you, I don't know what it's, there's nowhere else to go. You have to go there. Oh, and then, and then there's like the crescendo, but if you don't go there, you know, sometimes you don't even realize how ridiculous, even if it's just to realize that you're there, sometimes yes. you say the always thing. I don't know. I agree with you. I've learned too. Cause that used to be like a little bit of like, Oh, you know, and I don't think that is good for the, for you.
0: Nope. Even songs get to have a breakdown. (laughs) They need one. If it it was chorus, verse, chorus, verse with no, no moment to like break off the beaten path a little bit, it'd be boring. Just like real life. Novels need a climax. Yes. Otherwise it's like, what is it? What is it? Yeah. I think it's a really human thing and we let our kids do it. We like, you know, we hold space for their emotions and their feelings and their little tantrums. Like I want to have a little tantrum too. And I yeah. shall. Yeah,
1: it is cathartic, I think. And also sometimes you really have to feel that's how you feel in the moment.
0: Mm-hmm. You
1: believe it. <laughs> and and then also sometimes if you don't believe it, then you can be like, all right, I just said something that I is just, you know, and and then that, then it helps either way. I think uh-uh. it's, I'm all for it. I'm a conf- conflict, a pro conflict. Yep. Adam is a little less. Um, but we make it work.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I used to be way no conflict and now I'm like really embracing it in my old age. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't even know. We we're just, we're hanging out this week. Yeah. We have so many things to talk about and so many things going on. We are in the midst of planning our trip that we haven't fully announced in a committed way, but I think that's coming up soon
1: coming soon. We have a date. It's so far away that I'm sad, but I know it will come soon. One and two, I think it'll make it all that much more special because we've been so patient and we'll have time to learn the language.
0: Yes. Very, very true. I can't wait to just like put it out in the world. So it feels more real. Cause right now I'm like, Oh, I want to be excited, but it's so far and it's not real yet. I know. I know. I'm really struggling with the distance, but I mean, there's
1: other going to be a lot of other things coming up and in our lives and tours this summer. I'm trying to figure out when we'll be out with the boys and
0: when our paths will cross. But
1: I was thinking, yeah, we need to get together. We need, we need a week together. I think
0: we do. We're due. Yeah, we're definitely due.
1: And we talked about Maine and this is so random, but, um, Martha Stewart (laughs) spent Memorial Day in Maine. Um, I don't remember his name, Douglas Friedman. He's a designer, a really cool art artsy designer. And he's like BFF with Martha Stewart. And so I saw all of their pictures in like this Maine cottage on this rock beach. And I, I know Maine has always been, I've only been once but it's always, since I was little, been in my mind as like a very beautiful place.
0: It is a very beautiful place. I We've only been once or twice, like kind of going through, but I also thought you were about to tell me that you met Martha Stewart and she invited us to her cottage in Maine. Just putting this
1: out into the universe to manifest it. I think we would have a lot of fun with her.
0: I mean, I think so too. And also she is like a band bestie. She and Snoop go deep. Oh, yeah. She's like band wife adjacent close yeah. by. She's so badass, yeah, and oh she's crazy. and who know I don't
1: even know about the legal stuff. It was like and it was like illegal trading or like, I don't know. I don't I, even know like those financial crimes, I feel like are hard sometimes to,
0: yeah, understand. and I know it's wrong, but I feel that she really just embraced that prison life <laughs> she did
1: <laughs> she did. It gave her like an edge that she has really used. I know I she know. was on she was like Sports Illustrated cover. She model. looked
0: insane. So gorgeous. I couldn't believe it. I loved that spread so much and kudos to sports illustrated, you know, for just stepping it up into 2023. Love it. All into it.
1: Yeah. So anyway, there's options. Summer's coming up. The kids are taking their end of grade testing and they're going to be done soon. And I just can't wait.
0: I know we have a month left and I am setting a timer we're all over it. I don't even know why we're pretending at this point.
1: My kids make a lot of good points. Asa particularly, he's noticing things. He's saying them out loud. He's The first thing he said a few months ago was like, it isn't fair and it doesn't make sense. So there's only two weekend days and five working days. And I was like, I he's know right. it's weird. It's like, we just accepted it. And that's the way it operates. And then now he's like, wait, this is our whole summer. And this is our whole school year. And I'm like, I know I yeah, half an hour. The way the world works, we just think it, we take it, we always take it as accepted. But I like that he's just like, why? No, that's wrong.
0: Yeah. This could be its own twelve hour episode. But <laughs> while I respect and I am very grateful for school, mm-hmm. um, I also feel like there's got to be a better way. If parents had more time off, mm-hmm. or those, you know, and I know the
1: world operates on, you know, we need we need people doing things. And, um, because that's the world we live in, but it should be, it should be more personalized. It should be more, um, everyone, obviously more fair down the line to everyone, but there should be less
0: work and more play. There should be less work and more play just in life in general general. across the board. I was reading Alan
1: Watts. He talks about that a lot too. He was kind of, he's a kind of a crazy guy, but really interesting philosophy, but he's like, it should all be play. Even when you're working, it should be play. And I told my therapist that she's like, Love that. Not feasible. Like
0: she's like, <laughs> slow down. You were like, aren't you having fun right now? <laughs> yeah. She's like, <laughs> so, but it is a good goal or something
1: to keep in mind when, you know, you're feeling like, gosh, it's all work
0: all the time.
1: You're like, I don't feel that way. I just drank champagne for two weeks straight. <laughs> really I know,
0: I'm like, <laughs> I, I actually really do not feel that way. I mean, the detox that I'm doing right now is going to be work. <laughs> I have to just detox emotionally, physically. I need to get out into the world, do some walking. You know, I feel like I've spent, I've just spent the last few weeks like in this cloud of joy and music and booze and bad food and carnivals. And I'm really ready to- <laughs> To work. To work, yeah. to watch some bad TV. I'm like, I haven't even watched the finale of Succession yet. I love
1: that. Our next week's guest got me back into TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told you this after we talked to her. I had like only been binging dating shows for like with my friends on like Saturdays. That's the yeah. only thing I'd watched for like months. And I, I just was like, I have to read. I have to go to bed really early. I have to wake up early. And so Adam and I got into the big door prize on Apple TV. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Hilarious and a great premise, fun. Um so I'm really like it. it's based on a novel.
0: All right. I need a new show. I finished Shrinking and I've gave up on Grey's Anatomy. It's like it's, <gasps> I'm ten in. I mean, I don't know, maybe I'll come back to it, but it has, it is so far removed from itself. I mean, I don't even know. We got to the musical episode and I was like I don't think I can do this anymore. <laughs> and then um I did. And I did it more. And then It's just like, I mean, I don't want to give away too much, but there was like, there's a plane crash and all the doctors on board, like it's gone. It has gone full daytime drama.
1: So like off the rails, then the train rolled into an ocean and floated away.
0: And they've killed off so many of like the really good core characters. And I'm kind of like, I don't know. There's a lot of in and out. I just, I'm not attached anymore.
1: Yeah, when they, had, that's when I quit. Maybe it was like season four or something. When they were like killing off these main characters, I'm like, how many people die? Like In this hospital? In a, yeah, in a hospital. Like, it would be like two, maybe, and then ever the people just need to move away. Like, do you need Close to do this? Close it
0: down. Yeah, you know? Close it down. It's haunted. This place yeah. is cursed. Like, half the doctors have died. I mean, it's not good.
1: It's yeah, not it's great. Really ridiculous. Okay, well, I'm I'm surprised, but I'm yeah, I'm interested to hear that you made it to season 10. I'm curious where other people have landed. There. I kind of
0: want to watch just the last season now and see if I recognize a single character, like who has made it,
1: who's still there. Is Meredith the only one? Is she the only one person? I, she must
0: be. I, I think they even, didn't they kill off Patrick Dempsey at some point? He can't oh, still be yeah. on the show. He's, He's not on the show.
1: Gone. I think he died. I'm pretty sure I heard he was killed too. He
0: has to have died. I made it to the other one getting, getting died.
1: McSteamy. Yeah. And that yeah. was, you know,
0: he, he really kept it light for me.
1: Yeah. He's a funny actor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that guy.
0: That's yes. why we watch him because he's funny.
1: Oh, it's just such a straight, but it's going. I mean, it's still on, right? I know this is it yeah. though.
0: This is the last season. So, oh, okay. So we'll see. I mean, I feel like I have to bring up full circle give it the proper burial that it deserves and just watch the last episode.
1: Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'll watch it and see what
0: I remember. We can do a live stream.
1: (laughs) It's been 20 years. (laughs) I've seen it, but (laughs) I can pick it up probably.
0: Yeah. I think it's like that. It's like shows and music are like riding a bike. Yeah. I'm so
1: hungry. I haven't eaten.
0: Go eat your food. We just wanted to, you know, have a little catch up episode and say hello do the yeah. things. We have a really great guest coming next week. Um, A lot of very exciting stuff on the horizon. So yeah, I think people should tell us summer plans. Yeah. Tell us where you're going. Maybe we'll go there too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>